Welcome to the Vegology Podcast with your hosts, Jenny and Matt Morris, as they spread peas and love. Join the moles on this exciting exploration into the plant-based lifestyle. Everyone is welcome in this judgment-free zone from the veg veteran to the veg curious. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the plant-based stylings of Jenny and Matt. Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back, folks. In this week's episode, we've got another delicious Veganize It challenge for you. We pick a popular non-vegan recipe and we're showing you how to spin it up into a healthier vegan-friendly version. Yeah, this is a great recipe for all of our vegan lobster listeners out there. And I've never really been a seafood guy myself, but this meal is delicious. So delicious. And it is, you probably know from the title of the episode, it is our vegan lobster bisque. And this is an original recipe, so we're not actually going off of someone's specific recipe, but we are going to review one of our most popular recipes that we have uh, in Vegology. We just get great reviews about it all the time, so we thought we'd highlight it on the episode. Yeah, no doubt. Everybody seems to love the vegan lobster bisque. Yep, and it's September and super September, and we are, you know, sliding into cooler weather, so highlighting a soup recipe seemed very, very appropriate. And with that said, Maddie Moe, happy haps. The happy haps. <laughs> so summer's ending and autumn is approaching. And it's been another brutally hot summer here in North Carolina. Very hot. And we are very happy to enjoy some milder temps. The summer is my favorite season, but every seems like every year it just gets hotter down here. And I'm starting to mind it a little bit more. Um, so along with some cooler weather, fall also brings some wonderful seasonal beers and some Hardy's comfort foods. Which we love both of those. If you listen to the podcast, you know that. Yeah, we do. I'm not a big fan of pumpkin beers per se, but I do love a good Oktoberfest beer. And it just pairs so well with a great chili or a vegan shepherd's pie. Mm, yeah, I'm not quite there yet. I'm still in summer mode, but I am looking forward to the Oktoberfest beer. And getting into those heartier, like, soups and stews and and shepherd's pie. Oh, my gosh. It's been forever since we had that. It's been a long time. I know. Very much looking forward to that. But, again, a little little tear for summer going away. Yeah, it's always sad when summer goes, in my opinion, because I'm not a fan of winter at all. Mm -hmm. So I sometimes struggle to enjoy autumn because I know winter's right around the corner. And we also have a new vegan product to report slash news. We haven't tried it yet, but just so you're aware of it in case you do want to go out and try it. Veg News reports that tennis star Venus Williams has launched a new line of plant-based protein powders, and she has a plant-based nutrition company called Happy Viking, if you weren't aware of that. And these plant-based protein powders use pea protein rather than whey protein, which makes them plant-based. Yeah, Venus was diagnosed about a decade ago with an autoimmune disorder, and she credits going plant-based to help her deal with some of the symptoms of her illness. Yes, and that's something that we've done a lot of research on and have known people with that same autoimmune issue where a plant-based diet, uh, they saw significant relief from some of the symptoms of that. So I actually um, didn't realize that she started her own company um, for this, so that's very exciting. We might have to check it out. I'm not really big on protein powders, uh, to be honest with you. I think we get enough protein with with our meals. Um and smoothies, however, this is very exciting for a lot of people. 
Yeah, no doubt, especially for people who like protein powders. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're just giving you the options, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I'm going to speak my piece too. <laughs> but no, happy for her. I love Venus. I follow her and, and this is great news. All right, Maddie, you ready to get into the vegan lobster recipe? I am. Let's do it. All right. So we are excited about uh, this recipe. Again, it's a very popular recipe at Majology. We get a lot of wonderful reviews about it, and we are eager to see how you love it when you give it a go. So we're going to first review the full veganized recipe, all the ingredients that we used, and then we're going to give our thoughts on the recipe and recommendations on how to switch it up um, to your budget and taste. So let's roll right into it. Let's do it. Now, the ingredients that we swapped out for the lobster bisque would be, there's three primary ingredients that we swapped out, and it's lobster, obviously, heavy cream, and butter. So those three ingredients are the only ingredients that we had to swap out from a standard lobster bisque recipe. And it was really easy to do that. Yeah, it's not a big stretch to make this into a vegan meal. Nope. Now we're going to run through all the ingredients. Now we're not going to go over all the measurements because that would just be a little mundane. So (laughs) we will have a link to download the full recipe, including the measurements in the show notes uh, for this episode. So just go to www.vegologypodcast.com and it'll be there for you. Now, as far as the ingredients goes, there's a total of 16 ingredients, but don't let that overwhelm you. All but five are probably items you already have on hand in your kitchen. And the five ingredients that you might not have would be hearts of palm, almond milk, vegetable stock, white wine, and possibly cashews. Now, some of that I always have in my kitchen. But if you don't have a completely plant-based kitchen, these are items that you might not have. Everything else is pretty standard. So now the rundown. So for the vegan lobster bisque, the ingredients are cashews, vegan butter, for example, earth balance, olive oil, a small onion, celery, carrots, garlic, all-purpose flour, tomato paste, paprika, dried thyme, white wine, cayenne pepper, vegetable stock, almond milk, hearts of palm, and freshly ground pepper or salt. And that is it. It sounds like a lot though. It does sound like a lot. It sounds overwhelming right now, but I promise you it's super simple. And as you can see, a lot of these ingredients like the thyme, paprika, flour, garlic, onion, celery, like all of those items are stuff that you probably already have in your kitchen, the olive oil, the vegan butter. So it's very simple. You only have to shop for a couple items probably. And this is a really simple recipe to make. And it will be worth it in the end. Oh, it's so (laughs) worth it. Oh my gosh. This is one of my favorite soups ever. And of course, we're switching out the lobster with the hearts of palm. And we are switching out the heavy cream with cashew cream. So that's what the cashews are for. And then we're also switching out the butter with Earth Balance Butter is what we use. But Miyoko's has a good brand. Uh, There's a lot of different vegan butters now. It's not hard to find in any mainstream grocery store. So definitely it's seemingly overwhelming list, but it's not. It's, It's a really... 
um, simple list, only a couple items that you probably need to get to the store. Now, how do you bring all of those ingredients to make this magical soup? Now, I'm going to run down through the instructions. There are a couple steps, but again, trust me, it will be worth it. (laughs) So first off, to make the cashew cream, you're going to either soak the cashews overnight or if you don't want to bother with that, all you have to do is put the cashews in a small pot and boil them until they're soft. So about five minutes, five to seven minutes. Then you're going to add the cashews to a blender and blend with a little bit of water and then There's your cashew cream. That's it. Super simple. So just set that aside. And you can even make this ahead of time. You can prep this ahead of time before you actually make the soup. If you listen to our podcast often, you know that we mentioned before, we always seem to have nuts soaking in our place. Always. There's always (laughs) nuts nuts on the counter because I'm always making cheese. There's always a bowl of nuts on the counter soaking in water. Yeah. I'm either making cheese or some kind of cream sauce or like... um, we make a, a sweet cashew cream with vanilla and it's just like really good that we'll put a dollop of that on fruit. And so we do, we have cashews soaking all the time. <laughs> cashews mostly, but we do other nuts as well. But yeah, so the cashew cream super easy. Just, you know, again, boil the cashews or leave them overnight. You just want them to soften and then you're going to blend them with some water. It'll make a creamy cashew cream for you. Set it aside. And then next, you just want to, in a pot over medium heat, melt a tablespoon of butter and one tablespoon of olive oil. And then you're going to add the onion, carrot, celery, and saute that for about 10 minutes. Then you're going to stir in the thyme, paprika, cayenne, salt, and pepper, and saute that for another two minutes. Then you're going to add the garlic and saute for another minute. And then stir in the tomato paste until the vegetables are fully coated. Now, the reason why we're adding these ingredients in a little bit at a time is because we're actually building flavor. That is going to, every time we introduce something new and we cook it for a little bit, it's going to be building that flavor. And those layers of flavor are going to meld perfectly together. If you just throw everything all in once, you're not going to get the same effect. Will it still be good? Of course. But we recommend doing it this way. Okay, so after you have the tomato paste in, then you're going to stir in the flour until the mixture is well coated. And the flour is going to help thicken the soup. After the flour, you're going to stir in the wine and cook it for one minute. Then you're stirring in the veggie stock and the almond milk. And you're going to bring that mixture to a boil and then reduce the heat and simmer for about 10 minutes uncovered. Now you're going to have your chopped hearts of palm and you want to add half of them to the soup. You're going to cover it and simmer it for about 25 minutes. And then you're going to puree it. So you can puree the mixture with an immersion blender or you can add it to a blender, blend it until smooth, and then add it back into the pot. So whatever your preference, if you don't have an immersion blender, then you just putting it in, ladle it into a blender. That works fine. And then once it's back in the pot, you want to stir in the cashew cream and bring it to a simmer. Now this is really going to thicken the soup. It's going to make it really nice. And then... In a separate pan, you're going to melt the remaining butter and olive oil and saute the remaining hearts of palm until they're cooked through. 
It's super quick, probably about five minutes. That's all you need. Then you just ladle the bisque into the bowls, divide and add the sauteed hearts of palm to the top of the soup, and enjoy. That's it. It really kind of seemed like a lot, but I know it's not. It's not. I've made this soup so many times that it just seems like second nature. And that's the thing. Everything seems overwhelming when you first try it, but it's really not. I think a lot of this can be prepped ahead of time, like the cashew cream and cutting up your vegetables like the onion, celery and carrots and have that ready. And then all you have to do when you're ready to make this soup is just gradually put these ingredients into a pot and you're done. I mean, it, it you can make it easy for yourself if you do that prep ahead of time. Now, a couple thoughts on ways to switch up the recipe. Tip number one, you can leave the cashew cream out if you don't have cashews on hand. The soup will still be creamy, just not as creamy, and it will have a little less body, but it's still freaking fantastic. Yeah, we've had it both ways, Mm -hmm. and definitely prefer it with the cashew cream, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, It is very hearty and just so soothing and just a bringer of happiness, but it is still good without it, just not quite as good. Yeah, and I think the reason why we left it out before is because we just wanted, we were uh, looking to reduce our calories a little bit. Um, It might have been a week where we were eating bad food, (laughs) probably ate out a couple times. So we like to kind of, if we're eating out, we like to eat healthy at home. Not that cashews aren't healthy, but we just wanted to watch our calorie count and we we just left the cashew cream out. We just wanted a lighter meal, but uh, it's good either way. And then tip number two, if you want to save a little money or don't want to cook with the wine, an alternative would be just to use like apple cider vinegar or white vinegar instead. I would recommend the apple cider vinegar because it has like a stronger, um, it's like a stronger acid, but that is a really good alternative to the wine. So if you don't drink or don't want to cook with the wine or you don't want to spend the money on a bottle of wine, then this is, you can just totally eliminate that. It's another great thing about this recipe is you can tweak a couple things and still end up with a great product. I know. It's so good. And we get so many great reviews on this soup. So definitely want to give it a go. Yeah, it truly is a favorite in our repertoire. Mm-hmm. Repertoire. Repertoire. I like it. <laughs> All right, well, that's our recipe. It's pretty simple. Again, a lot of ingredients. However, most of them are things that you already have in your pantry. And the instructions are fairly simple. No major uh, things that you need to do. It's pretty much using one pot, um, a blender, and a saute pan. And that's it. And just if you're looking for ways to prep, just, you know, rewind a little bit um, when we talked about like cutting up your vegetables ahead of time and cashew cream can be made in advance. So make it easier on yourself uh, and save some time if you're in a rush. And if you want to learn more about how to veganize your favorite recipes, check out our vegan swaps workshop. You'll learn how to swap out dairy meat eggs for plant-based versions and... We have a lot of excellent recipes in there to reinforce what we review in the training. And enrollment is currently closed, but we will be opening the door soon. So jump on the wait list for when we do. If you want to get notified, we do have a wait list and you'll be the first to know. We'll include the link in the show notes. Yeah, it's the best way to go about it because you don't have to worry about it. We will notify you. 
And for those on the wait list, you might get a little something, something when enrollment opens. So just a little (laughs) heads up. (laughs) All right. We, if you want to download the vegan lobster recipe, uh, vegan lobster bisque recipe, the link is in the show notes. If you love it, let us know. And we know you will. Go ahead and snap a pic and post it on Instagram with the hashtag Vegology Podcast. We'll be looking out for them. Can't wait to see. Yeah, you know, we love the pics. Every week we kind of solicit for some pictures because we just love looking at them. So keep them coming. Absolutely, because we love sharing them too. So let us know. And if you like this episode, please share it. Uh, give us a good review if you haven't already. We would greatly appreciate it. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. All right. We hope you have a wonderful week and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Peace Peace and love. love.